0: Hey everyone, it's Arif, and this is Ursh and welcome to Two Brothers in Their Sports, exclusively on Radio Naira, 99.9 FM HD4, 101.9 FM, and 1490 AM. So, I'll start off with my number one pick, obviously the Jaguars have it, they kind of need almost all positions, except for running back, they just and drafted, yeah, they've drafted um uh, the first round running back, ETN. Yep, Etienne, who had his ACL tear, I believe and was not able to play the entire yeah, year. Yeah, I think mean, he, he broke something in his foot, but he was Yeah, the it, it was Yeah, it was some injury that was season-ending, and then you have James Robinson there, and you have Trevor Lawrence who you're hoping will develop, but everywhere else, basically, I I think that you need to upgrade, but there's one glaring guy in this class, one guy that has risen through the ranks, and that guy is Aiden Hutchinson, the edge from Michigan. I believe that he will go to the Jaguars. He had an amazing season, 14 sacks, and... 62 total tackles i mean it's just hard not Runner off for the heisman trophy yep and it's just hard not to draw not not to take this guy because he is just a, he he's fueled he's determined he made his whole this whole stuff happen he's a senior so he has a lot of maturity he can probably start from day one and he'll be great in training camp he's a natural born leader for that michigan team and on the field like i just said his stats he's he's performing and he's performing better than any other guy at his position I know Kayvon the- Theobadox that's how you say his last name right it's Thibodeau, always yeah. but the- he's a linebacker Theodo. Theodore no he's um he's also an edge as well he plays linebacker and edge but I I just can't take him number one because Aiden Hutchinson in my opinion I'm not saying he's better honestly I don't really know yet I haven't seen that many games of them but I think that Aiden Hutchinson is a guy that is getting more hyped and will be taken number one overall I think it's since the time college football and the Heisman draft ended. I mean, not Heisman draft. Heisman selection selection ended to now. There's been three main guys. You mentioned one, Aiden Hutchinson. The other guy is Evan Neal, and the last guy is Trayvon Walker. All three have been rumored to go number one. A little bit Jordan Davis from both of them from Georgia. Trayvon Walker and Jordan Davis, but not. I think that's like been on the periphery. But I'm gonna have to go here with Evan Neal. The reason I think that you mentioned they have Trevor Lawrence, if they want, number one, if they want to keep Trevor Lawrence happy, they have to take Evan Neal. Number two, the best offensive lineman in this class. Like, if, from here, from Evan Neal's like up here, you take a step, a massive step down to Charles Cross and Ikem Okwanu. So you gotta go with Evan Neal at number one. From Alabama, protected Bryce Young. He had one of the best seasons as a left tackle. And I, I get it's a great offensive line class, but Evan Neal has the length. He has the physicality. He was, I guess, an. it seems like he was meant to be an offensive lineman and meant to fit in the scheme for the Jaguars. And if Evan Neal doesn't go number one, he's going to fall rapidly. And he's such a great talent because the Lions would much rather take anyone, especially a quarterback, and then an offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Like, that's Penny Sewell. That's Penne Sewell and uh, Evan Neal two times in the top ten. They've taken. So, I don't think that's going to be... I think they're going to have to take someone else. So, if Evan Neal doesn't go number one, I expect him to go three or four, maybe even five. But I expect... I think that the Jaguars are going to take him just to protect Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and for my number two pick, this might surprise a lot of people. I'm just going to say the college. I know you're going to know as soon as I say the college. From Pitt... No. I have Kenny Pickett going Going number two two overall to the Lions. The Lions... I think that they should take an edge rusher, maybe Kayvon Theobo, Theobo. and he he is good. But they are going to be so greedy. They want Kenny Pickett because he is the best wide. He or is really the best. Bullet. He is well, maybe, but he played for Liberty. He didn't play that many games against very competitive opponents. When you look at a guy from Pitt who was in the Heisman selection, who was very very good the entire year, he had four thousand three hundred and nineteen yards. 42 touchdowns, and only 7 interceptions. Let that sink in. Over 4,000 yards, 42 touchdowns, and 7 interceptions. In college football, that's a great season from him. He's a great guy, and maybe his hand size isn't that big, but there's a lot of great QBs that hands aren't that big, and that's why there there was a lot of speculation about when he'd go just because of his hand size, which I think is pretty stupid when you see how great he was on the field. How is his hand size? That's like when people said Kyler Murray, who was 5'10", wouldn't be good in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, if they're good, if like when he's throwing, if he's good while he's throwing with a small hand, how is he not going to be good throwing in the NFL with well, this Well, because head? the NFL footballs are a little bit bigger. They're harder to grip, true, especially, and throw. True, true, but I, I just don't think that the hand size will affect that much, especially when at their pro days and stuff. They've been using pro footballs, and they you can see there's definitely not no data on him throwing a pro football. There's definitely a lot of good data on him throwing footballs, and he his average um, throwing – his average yards per throw that is caught is 8.7 yards. So, 8.7 yards, over 8 yards. He is a great QB. He's going to be a great fit for the Lions. Now they have DeAndre Swift. They can pair They can pair Kenny Pickett there. I love how Kenny Pickett wears gloves, by the way. Those pick-up gloves are so cool while he's yeah, throwing. Boy. But I think him with DeAndre Swift is going to be an amazing, an amazing duo. And I think that he will be a great quarterback next year. I hope I really hope that he does get drafted to second overall because he reminds me of a Justin Herbert, not just because of his hair, but also he just seems like that kind of guy. Okay, I'm gonna disagree. I think I I think it's going to be a quarterback here. The quarterback class is definitely shallow. You have Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, and uh, Desmond Ritter, but that's like pretty much it. I mean, you have the Ole Miss quarterback too, but I mean, you that it's it's not that it's a shallow quarterback class. And I think there's going to be a lot of teams reaching for a quarterback in the first round, especially the Lions, who've been wanting one for so long since they lost Matthew Stafford. And they had they tried Jared Goff, and they tried so many other people. They've tried um, they're all I pretty much all their backups. In even while Matthew Matthew Stafford was there, but think about before that, who they have before that? That's a problem. So they need a quarterback. I think they're going to reach here, go Malik Willis, who his stock went. Soaring through the roof from the pro day. I mean, he was throwing eighty yards without, or close to eighty yards, but that's without pads. But still, eighty yards at a pro day. So I think his stock's been way up. I think it's inflated really, really high. I think he should be going mid to late sec or first round, early second round, maybe. But the Lions need a quarterback, so they're going to take Malik Willis. Would be my pick. Yeah, I could definitely see that. And then next, um, third overall. Yeah. Yep, to the Texans. I actually have Kayvon Thebo. I have him going to the Lions because, sorry, not the Lions, to the Texans because he had forty-nine tackles. He at the beginning of the year we both remember he was he was supposed to go number one overall for most of the year, but he was. Like- I, I think the main reason he didn't is because before the season he was projected to be a very high Heisman candidate and he was projected to go number one. So I think he let that get to his head a little bit. He had a, he had some attitude issues. Um, on the field at Oregon, so I think he let that get to his head, and his yeah, stock fell a little bit. And it's extremely difficult when you're that high. It's extremely difficult, and we see one guy in sport who's ever in sports who's ever done that. that's LeBron James, but live up to those suffocating expectations. I mean, the bar was set here only only LeBron. The bar, well, I mean, think of no. I mean, like at the level that like he was okay, supposed to be right, Heisman right. winner, number one overall, one of the best D line prospects to ever come out of the college um including over chase young guys that's extremely difficult when you have that high expectations i think his expectation this year was as high as lebron's in his rookie year and it might seem confusing because lebron's great and all that right now but in his rookie year that expectation lebron wasn't like a 17 year old scrawny kid coming out coming out of akron from high school but he was supposed to be the the chosen one the chosen one the next guy up and he was supposed 17 years, he and him. he was the one guy, when his expectations was this high, he actually met it. And I think that K- um, Kayvon really didn't meet up here, but he was about here. And it's close enough that I have him going number three overall. He didn't flop, so I think that's good for him. He had 49 tackles, he had seven sacks, and he had two forced fumbles. And he really, Oregon's defense isn't that great. So when you think about it, all those numbers aren't that great. Well, think about how he's getting double teamed almost every play, and every single time there's not multiple guys that they're worried about coming through. There's one guy, and, and it's, it's him. him, and he still was able to rack up seven sacks, forty nine tackles, and two uh, forced fumbles. So that's pretty great for him. And when you make it to the Texans, their D line isn't great. I admit it. No, but no, nothing on their team is great besides Brandon Cooks and Dave Smiths. Yeah, but it it is better than Oregon's. So I know. No. You, well, beside, can... outside Ross Blackoff, that's it. Yeah, exactly. But that's exactly why. I think... With him, that's going to be a pretty good duo. Okay. Not a great one, but I think he might be a Chase Young player, a guy that might help his team. Maybe maybe not to the success as Nick Bosa, but he kind of reminds me of Nick Bosa going to a number two overall, except this is three overall yeah. team, and taking them pretty high, not to the Super Bowl, of course, but pretty high. I think that's what he might do. I'm going to have to go with the chosen one, the one that's been absolutely crazy in college football, second, Heisman, the Heisman runner-up. From Michigan, who David Ojabo unfortunately got hurt, but his both of them played great. Aiden Hutchinson, the guy that's supposed to carry a franchise as a defensive lineman, sort of like Aaron Donald, I see some similarities. I'm gonna go with him at three. It's gonna be a great selection for the Texans. I don't know if it'll work out, especially because where the Texans are right now as a franchise, but. Aiden Hutchinson, a very, very good talent. He's not even... He's very refined in his uh, in his pass rushing, and we saw how how crazy he was, especially in that Ohio State-Michigan game. I mean, like, you look on the screen, and you see him just rush through everyone. So I'm going to have to go with him. The Texans should be really happy with this pick, especially if he falls that low. Now, number four is the Jets. So th- I think this is really tough. I If I were the Jets... I'm not going to talk about the, the trades, but if there were – I mean, I'm not going to predict a trade, but if there were a trade, I think they would trade for – give this pick away for DK or maybe Kyler Murray um, or maybe even Debo. But I, th- I think this is going to be a really difficult selection. Yeah, so for the Jets, I actually have Evan Neal, the offensive lineman that you had going number one overall, right? Yeah. Yeah, I have him going to the Jets. And the reason that he's fallen this far is I think he's great – but D-line I think for those first three teams are more more of a vocal point than O-line you could argue with the Texans but I think that when they see that they have um Kavon there they will want to take Kavon and not Evan Neal but I think he's going to he was he's out from Alabama you like you said Bryce Young he protected him and he was a great left tackle and I think that he will be a great fit you hear the Jets keep talking about their main vocal point oh I want like we want protection for Zach Wilson. We want him to not get sacked a bunch for him to be able to like develop. And I think that he's going to help out a ton because yeah. obviously he's a great tackle. And obviously he's going to help out a ton with the pass blocking. And he's also a pretty great rushing like run blocker run as well. Yeah. Run blocker as well. Yeah. So I think that he'll be able to help um help their Michael Carter develop as well. Both are young guys, and now I think that'll be their trio on offense. Maybe get a couple wide receivers. Like you said, maybe DK and stuff. I think this is barring no trades. I definitely think there might be a trade in the top five, but we're just going to go off barring no trades. So for my fourth pick to the Jets, I have Evan Neal. I'm going to have to go Kayvon Thibodeau. It's surprising he's fallen this far. I don't think he should fall out of the top five. He might just because of his attitude issues and his uh, on-and-off-the-field issues. Um, but I'm I'm just gonna have to go with Kevon Thibodeau. Such a great player. You talked about him. The expectations he had and the level, he almost met them, except these guys all emerged and like Kevon Thibodeau was supposed to be number one. These guys came out of nowhere and like overtook him, but that doesn't mean Kevon Thibodeau is a bad player. So I'm gonna go Kevon Thibodeau number four to the Jets, especially you talked about him to the Texans, the vocal leader that he is. He can be for this Jets team that has such young players But Kayvon Thibodeau can be the one that leads them all to great success. Yeah, and for number five, it's the Giants. I think that they were really, really hoping to get Evan Neal to to help protect Daniel Jones and Kenny Pickett. They want another wide receiver to create some competition. Maybe see if Daniel Jones will start to perform or if the rookie takes his spot. But next, I have Trayvon Walker, the defensive lineman to the Giants. Once they see that all those other guys, there's like five guys that are in a different class. And yeah. Trayvon Walker is the last one of those five, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I, I think agree. that it's going to be difficult for them to pass up on a guy who's in this class when the next class is here. These are great even, players. Even Don't if they me try wrong. to get... Well, in your case, in my case, it's Kenny Pickett. In your case, it's Malik Willis, even if they're available. Yeah, I think that's a good point because Malik Willis is good, but I just think that the Giants Association will not... like This This is where I think a trade might plan. I think when this ha- if this happens... They will want to trade back and keep because, in mind they're not happy with daniel jones right now right they can trade back get some compensation and still be able to draft a malik willis because they might be able to trade back to a team that already has a young quarterback because they I think they really want a quarterback they do to create some competition try and to like fire and they have number 8 goals. overall too they have number 8 overall too yep so that's my that might be where they draft Malik Willis it might actually be cool if they take this fifth overall pick and then trade up to the sixth overall pick with their eighth pick but whatever happens I think in this pick I don't think that they're going to reach as far as Malik Willis. They might try to get a trade. If they can't, they might pick him. But in, in my mock draft, saying that Malik Willis, if they really believe that he's too far down and they might be able to take him at eight, I have them taking Trayvon Walker. I think he's a great defensive lineman. He's going to help them out a ton. Their defense is kind of looking a little, little bit better over the years. They keep getting a little better as the season wears on, and I think he's he might be the main... Part of that, because he's going to be a great rookie. I think he's going to be in the running for the defensive player. I'm sorry, defensive rookie of the year. Not like Michael Parsons. No way, defensive player yeah, of the year yeah, for any of these guys. Absolutely. Maybe Aiden Hutchinson. Maybe um K-Buck. You know, but no, yeah. I think Aiden Hutchinson has the best chance. But, yeah, but I, anyway, I yeah. think defensive rookie of the year, at least running. I don't think he'll win, yeah. but he's going to be in the running. For at him. number five, I I agree with you. I think I, I think it's tempting for the Giants to go Kenny Pickett here. But I, keep in mind, they have the number eight overall pick, and the teams between them aren't that QB needy. So I think they, realistically, like you mentioned, I think they make a trade. And they, I think they keep their number eight and trade their five, or the other way around. And depending, if they trade their eight, they're going to have to take a quarterback. But I don't think they're going to. I think if they're going to trade their five, which means, um, but right now, no trades at all. I think they're going Trayvon Walker. He and Jordan Davis, and that whole amazing Georgia defense, I think they averaged an average. I mean, they um, allowed an average of seven points a game or yeah. something crazy like that, not yeah. including the college playoffs. Um, and they the most they allowed in a game was, I think, 14, up until, again, that Alabama game before the playoffs. So I think that they're both very good players, and you've got to go with someone at, again, one of the top five players. We, we all had... Well, I guess you had Kenny Pickett as one of those top five. I'm Malik Willis, but well, yeah, but I don't think Malik I think, Willis I don't think Malik Willis is that, but I think I that's could, what's going I to happen. I could on. see Malik Willis getting drafted that high. I just think that some teams might be able to see through that. And I think if it's not, if it's not going to be Trayvon Walker, it's going to be um uh, Ikemekwano from NT State again protection. Andrew Thomas has been in and out of the lineup, but he's been a stellar tackle since he got drafted. And then put, putting Ikemekwano on the, I mean, th- that's two left tackles. But I mean, you could definitely figure something out yeah. putting one a guard, one a right tackle, left tackle. It doesn't matter because Ikemekwano again. I think he and Evan Neal are the two best tackles in this class. Third is Charles Cross. Definitely. So one of those three pla- I mean, either Ikemekwano or um, or Trayvon Walker are going to be the pick here. Thanks for listening to Two Brothers in Their Sports. You can also listen on um, Amazon Echo. Just say, Alexa, play Radio Naira.